Support for Community Connection comes from Open Door Health Services. With cold and flu season here, the Urgent Care team offers peace of mind for families and patients of all ages without the weight of an appointment. Located in Muncie's South Walmart Plaza, flu shots are now available. OpenDoorHS.org. Welcome to Community Connection, the iPair original show where we talk with the people working in nonprofit groups in our area and let you know how you can get involved. I'm Michelle Kinsey, and joining me is Stephen Nip, and he's here to tell us about Muncie Pride. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk about our project. Oh, this is a huge project. You've been working all of pretty much 2019 on it. So let's go back to the beginning. What is Muncie Pride, and why is it happening now? Well, um, like you said, we started at the beginning of the year, January. Mm-hmm. The idea came around towards the end of 2018. There's been a couple attempts in the past at Muncie Pride, um, one that was held and not well received as far and as well as um, some other groups that have started off as a Muncie Pride group with the, mm-hmm. the intent or the goal to get to a Muncie Pride and it just not getting that far. So I started talking with Laura Janning about the idea of doing a Muncie Pride. I think it's a little past due. Um, a whole bunch of smaller communities in the Indiana area have already beat us to it um, and are pulling off successful small prides. And I think our community not only needs one, but it deserves one. Um, We have a lot of great contributing members of our community that happen to identify as queer or transgender. And they're just as much part of this community as any other type of person. And so this is Muncie's chance to celebrate its whole community, and it's an opportunity for the queer community to celebrate Muncie and the area around us. That's wonderful. For those who may not be familiar or maybe they haven't attended a Pride event before, what is it exactly? Okay, so Pride started off um, as a riot, to be honest, uh, a police riot, actually, in Stonewall. At New York, in New York, uh, with a bunch of black transgender individuals and drag queens, where the police came to arrest everyone in the the gay bar, um, and it they just had enough, so they picked up some bricks and started a riot. Today, it's a lot more calm. Yeah. <laughs> today, uh, no bricks involved in the Muncie Pride. Yeah. Today, it's it you know it, it's grown to the point where it just became a celebration Absolutely. of the queer community and our struggles and our fights and our ambitions. And today, it's become a thing where it's it's more about community and our place in the community and um, and families and how families are different today mm-hmm. and making sure that everyone, no matter how marginalized or isolated also feel celebrated and like there's a place for them in our community and in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of community, you have some ideas for Muncie Pride 2020 that really does involve the entire family. Can you talk a little bit about the things that that are planned that, that are for everyone? Absolutely. Like I said, families are different today. And, you know, some families have a couple of gay parents. Some families have maybe a trans child or two. Um, and so... Our goal is to make sure that this is an event for everyone, no matter who you are. So, you know, a lot of times prides can be a big, you know, shirtless hoopla celebrating sexual freedom. But today, that's not what we want to do. We want to celebrate the family. So we are going to do events like a drag queen story time. Mm -hmm. um, And we are going to have a youth essay contest that partners with a scholarship to kind of help out the queer youth in this area to kind of get them further along in their education and so they can do some great positive things for the community as well. We 
are going to have all kinds of entertainment and merchandisers and vendors that are there that um, are focused on on the whole community and not just a part of the community. So it's really going to make this inclusive and family-friendly so that people can feel like they can come out with their kids and just enjoy seeing, seeing and meeting people in the community and kind of learning about people that might be different than us. Absolutely. Now, the date is already set, so talk a little bit about the date and the location, right? Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, we are having Muncie Pride on September 19th of 2020 in Cannon Commons. Cannon Commons is the perfect setup for us. It's right downtown in the heart of Muncie, and it's already got a stage right, right there, an yeah. amphitheater for us to have a great show for you guys. And there's so much space that we can fit in vendors and service providers and everything that we, all the goals and things that we want to make happen for this community, we can fit it all there in that area. Um, and hold a whole bunch of people that want to come and see it and check out the entertainment and what we're doing. That's great. Why was it important for you to get involved? Now, I know that you've been involved with Muncie Outreach, and you might want to talk about that uh, a little bit. But why did you decide that this was something that you wanted to take on? Because it's huge. I mean, this is a huge Absolutely. <laughs> undertaking. Well, let me start off with Muncie Outreach. Muncie Outreach is a LGBTQ youth group in Muncie, Indiana. And that's important because there is not a lot of other support for the LGBTQ individuals in this area. You have to either go all the way up to Fort Wayne or down to Indy. So in this area, which is very rural, it can be a little bit scary for individuals that identify as queer or trans. So Muncie Outreach is doing very important work as far as providing a safe space for people to feel comfortable and welcome mm -hmm. and like they can be themselves, especially youth. And that is important to us because... Kids today are coming out younger and younger as and identifying as either queer or trans. And so I think we have a responsibility to let them know that this is a safe space and that there are people out there that support them and are interested in their well-being. Um, why I got involved as far as going from that to creating a Pride event, and I think I mentioned this earlier, it's just I feel like we're overdue here in Muncie. We have a lot of great people in our community both straight and queer. And Muncie has progressed quite a bit in the last 10 years on these issues. And the queer community in Muncie is, is really active right now. It's at a really good spot. So what we want to do is create a event that highlights the multi-marginalized members of our community so that we, no matter how marginalized or isolated someone feels, they also feel celebrated. And we also want to celebrate Muncie, that the area that surrounds us, this community that we have grown up in and, and been part of. I got involved because it was just time. And it, without sounding too airy or egotistical, I felt like I could make this happen. That mm -hmm. if I just invited enough people to the table, made sure all the right people were there, make sure the people who aren't usually included were at the table, that we could find the people that would make this happen. And we got a overwhelming amount of support. We have a great committee um, that's working on planning out all these ideas and events so that we can provide our community with resources and education and really make everyone feel celebrated and welcomed here in Muncie. What we're hoping for that from this is to establish the members of the queer community as just regular members of the community, regular families that live here, regular professionals that you see every day. And I think it will help normalize who we are to people who maybe don't understand us so that we can kind of move forward and keep progressing towards 
you know, a very inclusive environment here in Muncie. Muncie is actually pretty progressive mm-hmm. as far as this area is concerned. And we, we've got our own issues and we've still got a lot of work to do. But Muncie is in the perfect spot where we can make this happen and really impact not only the queer community in the Muncie area, but all the surrounding areas and the rural areas that don't have anywhere else that they can go. Um, so we really want to establish Muncie as a, a safe, welcoming space that people can move to and raise their families in and not have to fear for being persecuted for being different. Sure. Absolutely. So what are your next steps as far as Muncie Pride 2020 are concerned? What are you working on now? What are, what are the steps after that? Uh, what's going on? Yeah, I've just recently spent all morning uh, talking to churches, which as a queer individual is a very scary thing to do, but the response was overwhelmingly positive. We did reach out to churches that we felt or knew were already affirming, uh, but it seemed like everyone was ready to be on board and help with this event, and and we're hoping that through this we can create some um, reconciliation and some healing between the queer community and the Christian communities. That would be really nice moving forward. Um, so from there, reaching out to the, the other downtown businesses and bars and maybe continuing our event, our event will be ending at eight o'clock. And what we're hoping is that the nightlife in Muncie will carry on the event by having their own events and shows Mm -hmm. at their, their bars and their establishments. So that when our event is over, people can go off for an after party somewhere Mm -hmm. else at, at, you know, the Herat or at Mark or any of those bars downtown would be fantastic. And then that would keep the event as a, a ongoing event throughout the night without us having to actually do too much more work, just mm-hmm. kind of leaning on the bars for that. Um, and then the other thing that we are working towards trying to accomplish that's coming up next is how we make this event as inclusive as possible. Um, so our challenges right now that we're looking at are how to incorporate things to make it more inclusive for the community that is differently abled. Um, so we are trying to do things like have a couple of ASL interpreters come to our event to be on the stage with mm-hmm. the stage show so that uh, everyone can feel like they can enjoy what's going on around them. We are also going to try to have a sensory area or a sensory te- tent so that people that do have sensory issues feel like they can still be a part of Pride without having to be overwhelmed by Pride itself. Great. Um, and then we are making sure that we are covering um, inclusiveness on the mobile aspect by having handicap accessible bathrooms and by adding down some additional tracking to make sure that wheelchairs can get to any of the areas that they would like to see at that event. Well, you can't put on this type of event alone. You talked a little bit about the committee. Uh, does it meet regularly uh if people want to get involved where can they go for more information i'm assuming that you know there's going to be a lot of work between now and next uh september if people are listening and they want more information uh where can they get that absolutely we have a lot of work still to do our main planning committee meets once a month to discuss the ideas we have, how we're progressing, what things we need to start focusing on, and what our next step are. And then there's also several subcommittees that focus on specific aspects of our event, mm-hmm. like the um, 
Education and Resource Committee or the Entertainment Committee that's going to do the whole stage show. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Logistics Committee that's going to have sure. to do everything. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for them. They're <laughs> going to have all of the weight on their shoulders. But if, if people want to get involved, there is lots of ways you can get information. You're welcome to email us at pridemuncie at gmail.com or our website, munciepride.org. And then you can also find us on Facebook or Twitter and, and reach us out to us that way or kind of keep up with what we're doing and where we're at with everything. Um, we would love lots of help, lots of volunteers. There's going to be lots of opportunities, not only now, but going forward as we get closer to the event for people who just want to help out with the event or be part of the event. Um, you know, we'll need people the day of to help run the event, help people get in and out, make sure people know where they can get information. And all the way up until the event, planning, setting up, tearing down, uh, promoting. Um, so if you would like to help out with this event and make this event a successful community event for Muncie, we would love to have you on board. Please reach out to us. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming in and sharing more about the Muncie Pride 2020. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate your time. Community Connection is hosted by Michelle Kinsey, and I'm Sean Ashcraft, the engineer for this show. We're supported in part by Open Door Health Services. To hear more from this conversation and to listen to past episodes, visit us online at indianapublicradio.org slash communityconnection or find us in your favorite podcasting app.